All right, everybody, welcome back to the Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, John Breen, along with my co-host, Ben Goldring. Ben, how are you? I'm very tired. <laughs> I'm working on like five hours of sleep right now. I'm working on about four and a half. But uh, we are joined by a very special guest today. It is Joshua Klein on the podcast. <laughs> Joshua, yes. how are you? Uh, I'm hungover, to say the least. Yes, so. newly newly initiated into bro night. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a night I, last night was. That was a banger of a night. Oh man. Like I woke up this morning, I didn't even have my phone on me. That and like so I had to go back to Tate's place just to get it. So That was a night. How do you feel? How do you feel? You're officially in bro night now. I mean <laughs> that was a lot of work to get in a group me. <laughs> the, the most I've ever done so far. No, so much work just getting a damn group me. Yeah, and I'm starting to feel good finally <laughs> from last night. So I I had my hangover special, which is Peter was a mess this morning when we got him. Yeah. What you were talking about before we started your your experience with drinking? What what was the thing you wanted to talk about? Oh my gosh! Well, I started last semester. I didn't really plan to. I don't know. It's just like I figured, why not? I'm, I'm only in college once, so might as well. Um, I started with the tweez, mm-hmm. which what, what do y'all think of tweez? I like tweez. I like them, but it depends on the flavor. Some aren't as good as others. Yeah, see, I don't really like the flavored ones. I just like the regular yeah. tweez. But and then I don't know. Then I went to beer for a very short bit. Now it's because of Tate. Tate basically was like, you're having a beer tonight. <laughs> and he um, he made me shotgun like over and over for like two weeks straight. And then after that, like I threw up a couple times and I couldn't drink beer. And like I still can't drink beer after that. I don't know. Just every time I have a sip, it brings like up the memory of me just puking in the toilet, you know? Oh. Did you all have that for any of your drinks? What, just puking? Like like ones that you have PTSD from. Now. Oh, yes. Not uh, yet. Bush. Still from that case race. I've warmed up to it since. The um, case race you did at the start of the year? Yeah. the case We did a case race at the start of the year with Bush Light. And I, oh, yeah. I see. That was when I started drinking. Yeah, I remember it. It, it ruined it for me. I'm still one-time yakker. It was because of the holiday special. I died that night. Wow. I've yacked twice. I yacked one time with Blake when we were over at 1557. Then I yacked at a zip tie. The two times I've yacked. I yacked after the holiday special we watched in the game. There was a lot of um, liquor. Damn, I don't remember you yakking after the holiday show. It was, we were over at the Jacks. We watched the game. The I game, was, yeah. Yeah, I was sitting on the couch and like we were trying to watch the game. I couldn't even read the fucking scoreboard. <laughs> so I'm like, Sean, give me some water. Too many I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom, man. My stomach is hurting. <laughs> and it all just came up. Yeah. Last night I was definitely, I knew I was going to yak. Because the way I was going at that vodka. Oh, my gosh. Did, you didn't get to taste any of it, did you? No, I didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, but dude. It was literally cough syrup. Great flavored vodka, a.k.a. cough syrup. Oh. And, like, and since I couldn't drink any of the beer and help them out that way, I just went hard on the vodka. I mean, when we were playing flip cup, in every cup I'd put, like, a half shot of it. Oh. And How are you standing? Vodka for flip cup. Yeah, oh. yeah, basically. And then, like, at one point, Dom put a little in. I was like, put more in. He's like, do you want me to? And then he, like, poured. It was two shots worth in, oh. in that cup. I know. And so what I would do is I'd put it in my mouth. I wouldn't swallow it until after I was done because when, when I'd swallow it, I'd start, like, gagging, you know. And, like, I wouldn't be able to flip the cup if I had swallowed it beforehand. So. Oh, my Lord. Well, Joshua, for the... The people that might not know you, just introduce yourself really fast. And what events do you do in track? 
Okay, well, as you know, Joshua Klein, um, finance major, formerly CS major. That did not work out. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was my first semester freshman year, and I could do it. It's just, it, it's not fun to me, you know? Like, some people have a great time sitting there for hours just clacking away, not me. Uh, let's see, when it, comes to, when it comes to running, I'm more of a cross-country guy, but in track, I run the 16 or 1500. They're basically the same. And I would like to be able to do the steeplechase at some point. Like, Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, like, but I actually want to, like, put in a real good effort for it. Like, I want to be one of those guys who just kind of taps the water with one foot. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the problem is I can't jump. <laughs> so I'll have to work on that. That's me. Where's our jumping coach? Or, yeah, where is Tate? Where is Tate? Uh, All right, so, Josh, talk about your track season so far. It hasn't been good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, I... I always have big aspirations for running. It's just I'm still struggling to figure out where, like, what the missing piece is for me. Because I go out and run. I just I need to do be a little bit more consistent about it. Um, it's just like I put in the effort, but then when it comes to races, it's just not there, you know. Um, and I don't really feel pumped up at races. I think it's just really nerves that kind of shut me down, and I think I'm scared of like failing. Yeah. Because when you when you put in everything to a race, people can tell. Like, they can see that you're really just grinding away at it. And the problem is, if that isn't enough, then you feel like a failure, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm really scared to fully put myself out there. And in cross-country, I'm much more willing to do it. But just track, I don't know. I'm just not willing to put my body on the line completely. Like with cross-country, like, it's also the idea of, like, you aren't seen, like, by everyone the entire time. Too, exactly, so. yeah. So, like, so. if you slow down in the woods... No one's going to see that, but on track, everyone can see that entire time. So, like, if you slow down, everyone sees that. Yeah. So. That's interesting because you mentioned kind of nerves because, for me, like, I always have nerves before race, and usually that, like, that gets the adrenaline going, and I just feel it just gets me going, like, at the beginning of the race. So, it's, mm-hmm. so are you more hesitant when you have nerves? Um, It's funny because, like, that, that adrenaline going, like, I... The day before a race, I'll be sitting in class, and then I'll just think about the race. I'm sure we've all experienced this. And then you, like, you feel your blood start to flow when you think about that race. And so it will happen the day before, but then on the day of the race, when I start thinking about it, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do this, or I just want to get this over with, you know? Yeah. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned cross-country season. You said you are more of a cross-country guy. When we had Jack Tate on, he told... The infamous story of the UVA meet last year. Oh, my <laughs> Where you guys went toe-to-toe with the T-Rex. And lost. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I wanted to drop... Or I had dropped the race, basically. And then Tate's like, get your ass back in here. And I was like, fine. <laughs> and so then I started running with him. And there was a couple moments where I had to, like, slow down. Just because, like, his pace was much slower than my pace was. And so then we're running, and then we hear, like, rustling behind us like we are like a and we turn it's the t-rex and then tate's like oh my gosh <laughs> and so he passes us and i believe tate talked about this how the yeah. dinosaur got lost yeah he- and, and like you can see it in his youtube video he also falls and just completely eats it and rips his suit too yeah and he still was able to come back and catch up to us again and and then right at the end just to rub even more salt in the wound tate out sprints me 
to the line. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he did me dirty. I was trying to be a good friend, and then he just did me dirty, so I got last in a race. It's just uh, really embarrassing, so. But that kid was really fast, though. I think he's, like... He is fast. Like, he's one of the best, like... He's a tech runner, right? Yeah. yeah. I think he's, like, one of the best on the tech team. I mean, and he's built a whole YouTube channel around it, so, like, yeah. no surprise he's that dedicated. Yeah. But but how did the rest of your cross-country season go last year? It, it was honestly like a downward slope. Um, the home meet was where I ran my best. And I, I think a lot of people can say that because we have a great course. Yeah. Honestly, like super flat. Um, and I was in really good shape at that point. And I'm trying to figure out what happened. I can't remember, but like, I don't know. I think I just slowly stopped doing long runs. And so then the distance for cross country became too much, and I would start to burn out mid race. Yeah. So and so, I was gonna say it's also like that adjustment, like from five k to eight k. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I'm struggling now with consistency, like I said, because after last year's New Year's resolution, where, oh, I, yeah. where I ran a mile every single day for the whole year. We'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. And so like now I'm just burnt out of running, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel it because once you, I mean, I don't know, like there there are moments where I think you you kind of get into running, you're you're like in shape and stuff like that, you're super motivated to run, and then you run for a long time and then you're just like, ah, I'm just done with running. Like, yeah, lose the motivation. I know there's another race you want to talk about. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, yeah. time for some clarification. Yeah, so Joshua last year because we had no meets because of COVID, we did time trials. Team time trials on the track, and uh, somebody on this podcast, hint, hint, uh, she goes to pit. Was <laughs> talking. Shall not be named. <laughs> she was talking about this thirty-two hundred meter time trial and had a lot to say about you, Joshua. So why don't you go ahead and talk about it? Well, we everyone's pretty much heard the story if you listen to Caroline's. But podcast. give your side. <laughs> My side. Okay, so I I found out you were running the thirty-two, and I also wanted to run the thirty-two myself. And because that was like the only real, the closest thing we had to a meet, I guess, yeah. last year. And so, yeah, I really wanted to go all out then. And then I heard Caroline was running. And I was like, oh, that, that's kind of scary. I was like, uh, she, she might be able to beat me. And so then I see her the next day because we had like a group together for a class. And she was like, you're going to beat me. Like, you, you definitely have me. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that. And like, she kept saying that every time I'd see her, and it was almost like she was egging me on to, like, talk shit. And I didn't want to because I knew that I might lose, and so I didn't want to say anything to her. And she's so competitive that, like, I was scared, honestly. Yeah. And so then we go into that race, and I run the whole first mile with you, and then by the time we hit lap five, I turn like, you get to my side, Ben, and you're, like, about to fully pass me, and I'm like, I'm dying. And you're like, then die. <laughs> and you just, like, leave me behind. I was like, damn. <laughs> and so then at that point, I did die, in fact. <laughs> I really started to slow down. And then before I know it, I believe it was, like, lap um, seven, I, I hear breathing behind me. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I was like, I was like, this is the worst. And so then she passes me. And at that point, I was like, man, like, I, I just need to, like, drop this race. And I was like, you know what? I will at least have enough dignity to finish. And so I finish, and I walk up to Caroline, and, like, I, I try to give her a high five, and I say, good race. And she's like, yeah, if you want to call it that. 
And then then I was like, what the fuck? And so then I I was pissed at that point. I was like, wow, like now she's being a dick to me. And so then I run off. And I'll admit, I was very upset. Yeah, I remember you like just being like your own. Yeah, I don't know. I just, and it wasn't mainly because of her. It was just, I really wasn't where I wanted to be. And that's a lot of my running experiences. I always want to be faster, you know, Mm -hmm. and like I really pressure myself to do that. Um, so yeah, like then when I listened to the podcast and I heard that portion where she was like, yeah, he talks shit. And then I beat him and I was like, whoa, that was not how this occurred. <laughs> you didn't talk shit after all. No, no, I, I didn't. remember not. like me and you both got on the line. She was like, I'm going to be way behind y'all, like at least 200 meters. I'm like, okay, Caroline. She almost caught yeah, me. Yeah, like, you, you were, you were even careful of what you said to yeah. her beforehand. Yeah, Cause I remember like even during the race, we were screwing, we were fucking with each other. Oh yeah, I know. Cause I, you asked, I, if I was going to I'm like, yeah, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, like, I, I enjoy um, really stirring the pot when it comes to rivalries. <laughs> because, honestly, rivalry, rivals push you further mm-hmm. than, like, you would go by yourself. Um, in high school, I ran against the, the set of twins. And oh. they were ridiculously fast because they would always run together. And so they were always competing with each other every single day. And I mean, living in the same household, I'm sure that's all they did was just talk shit to each other. So I don't know. I I think rivals are a really key thing. And so it's good to talk shit sometimes, honestly. And we we talked about that on the the Caleb and Dominic podcast, like the rivalries amongst the team. And there are a lot of different rivalries, like... Oh yeah. If if anyone like confronts me running wise, I will start a rivalry with them. <laughs> Even if I know I'm gonna get my ass kicked. Like I just I just want to make sure that they're thinking that somebody's coming after them whenever they are running. Because yeah. if that helps the team get better, then I will put myself <laughs> up against every single person I can. I feel like if like you get in a rivalry with someone, you're passing them, you have to like breathe like extra loudly just to piss off the you pass So they know that you're passing yeah. them. Who would you say is your biggest rival right now on the team? Man. Um, Dom. As as a yeah. recent, as a yeah, nationals, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, I can't believe that's that. right. We were talking about that at nationals. You yeah. guys were going head to head in the fifteen hundred. Yeah, we because it had been the previous race um, at UNC. He beat me like right at the line. He he finished right in front of me, yeah. and it, it was like a millisecond, I believe, in the results. And so then I was like, you know what? I'll have you at nationals. He's like, bet. He's like, three dares on it? I was like, okay, three dares. And I'm not sure if we've discussed it before, but dares basically mean that you have to do anything that they say for each one. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like a a preset thing. Mm -hmm. But anyway, and so then nationals roll around finally. And I mean, he takes off fast. And he was seated number two in our heat. And so he got like a nice inside uh, yeah. going out at the front. I was seated like 18th, I believe. Ooh. And so I wasn't even in the like front like curve. I was behind someone. And so we go out and then I immediately get boxed in the back of the pack. And then like I, I said it out loud. I was like, fuck this. And I immediately like took off to the side and I tripped up the guy behind me. I felt really bad. But it was because I saw Dom leaving me like he... He was already like 10 meters ahead of me. And so I was like, I have to stay with him if I'm going to beat him. And so I immediately take off. But the problem is we had a really fast first lap. I'm not sure what we came through at, but 
like it, it felt very fast but that race in general just felt fast yeah and so then the second and third lap we like really slowed down even daunted so if i just paced myself better the first lap i would have been able to catch up to him yeah and then with the final lap rolling around i might have had enough like i guess energy and like determination to beat him and stay with him and maybe pass him at the end yeah. but yeah when what actually happened is when the final lap rolled around, he was just so far ahead of me. I was like, I could go for it right now and close the gap, but I would be dead by the time I get to him and he would make sure that I wouldn't beat him. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's so hard just like when you're in like a big pack of people because you have to exert so much extra energy to like get out of line and get past those people so you can get like a clear, that's clear track. I like, I like the smaller meets more of like Charlotte had a good group of size me because like you can still it's still competitive like you still have like not a ton of pips over you don't get boxed in nationals like you're doing like 30 person heats I'm like I'm gonna get fucking boxed and I did get boxed yeah that that's one thing that I hate about track mm-hmm. is when you get boxed in yeah. and luckily in cross country that really doesn't happen a lot yeah and if you take enough time beforehand you can see like oh I have to be in front of everyone like here because then it turns into like a single track for a bit in the woods you know yeah so yeah and with cross country there's so much more room yeah, yeah cross like country run. like even if you do end up getting boxed it's not like you're boxed in like a whole lap for, it, yeah like 30 seconds maybe yeah. you're boxed in and, like yeah. a 30 minute race and it's a much longer race too yeah, yeah. and most meets you can just kind of like step off if they don't have like a barrier right there you know mm-hmm. like if it's just a cut grass exactly so. yeah all right so assassins Oh, man. We are playing Assassins right now, so... Can I start? Yeah, go for it. Peter. Peter, <laughs> Peter, Peter. Do you I know Peter's in here listening. He left 1557 this morning because he passed out on the bathroom floor from initiation. Left the door unlocked. Blake comes in, shoots me. I'm asleep on the couch. Defenseless. <laughs> I'm out of the game. After I just got the biggest kill of the game, killing BJ, who you know killed like four different people. You know what's really funny? Oh. We went to pick up Peter, left, and then we were walking to Mark, and Peter was like, we asked him, who's still there? And he said, like, John was there, all the guys were there. And Peter was like, Blake went like, wait, John was there? And Peter was like, yeah. Immediately books it to his You moron! Oh I thought that was good. Oh, me. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! Damn it, man! Oh my god! What anyway, the heck? but Joshua is still in the game. I lost, am, the, I game. lost the game. Anyway, <laughs> how confident are you that you can uh, win assassins? I'm very confident, actually. Um, I mean, I I went into this with the mindset of this is the year I win, and I want to be able to tell. I'm going to tell my children's children. Oh. My grandkids one day that I am a, like I'm a master assassin. You know what? Kid? And, and they'll be like, "Tell tell me the story, Grandpa, <laughs> how you mowed down a whole cross country team." They're gonna be like, "See me?" I'm like, "Granddad, tell me the story." Yeah. Well, you see, when I was in college, I was an assassin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got water guns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To to really further my rivalry with Dom, he is my current target, and Ooh. he is paranoid. <laughs> like it, as soon as I got him, he he started sending me like all this blackmail type stuff. Like he has he has some really embarrassing photos of me, and he's threatened to post those if I kill him. Oh, and I think he he will follow through with it. If but I kill him, yeah, yeah, I have to kill him. And so I was gonna kill him 
yesterday, which was Friday, and his class got canceled. So that that's one attempt down already. Damn. And then I had, I guess I'll go ahead and say this. Um, I had a master plan that if initiation was at Dom's place, I was going to go and use his bathroom, and then I was going to unlock his window. Or at least, like, if if in order for it to be unlocked, you have to open it a little. I would just open it enough to where I can, like, get my fingers in from the outside and not enough to where he hears birds and shit. Oh, like, my coming. God. <laughs> and so that was my plan, but then I found out it was at Tate's, which really ruined that. Yeah. I mean, uh, you could still jump him tonight. Could you jump him before Fun Friday or after. You could fun jump Friday. him during. You could jump him when Spear Olympics are done. Yeah, and see, Tate was allied with him up until yesterday. He was gonna he was gonna give Dom rides everywhere when Caleb wasn't available. But now they've had a falling out as well after mm-hmm. Tate got eliminated, even though he believes he's <laughs> he's still in the game. Uh. So. Man. Yeah. yeah, I'm really glad you got BJ out. Yeah, BJ is honestly one of the scariest hunters. Yeah, out there. well, let me let me t- I'll tell the story. So BJ and I were both SMAD majors, so we have a lot of classes together. Um, and so BJ knew by like Tuesday, he's like, I know I'm your target. He's like, just give me till Thursday so I can kill some people. And I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. Next day, Wednesday, I get a text that said, BJ's skipping class tomorrow. He's going against your truce. And I'm like, oh, this bastard. So I texted BJ. I did some reverse psychology. I said, hey, BJ, I'm going to the NASCAR race on Thursday. I won't be going to class. So let me know what happens in class. He's like, oh, you just made my day. I get another day in Assassins. I was like, yeah, yeah, you get another day. Now, truthfully, I did skip my second class because I had to go to the race, but my morning class I could go to. So I just roll on in, and I see BJ sitting there, and I just wave at him like, hey, BJ, because BJ ended up coming to class because he thought I wasn't going to be there. He's like, I thought you were going to NASCAR, and I was like, what? I am later today. (laughs) And so I just waited. I I walked out of class, and I just waited for BJ to come out, and I was just out of the game. Yeah, getting BJ out is huge. Yeah. yeah. If we put the same amount of effort into running that we do for assassins, <laughs> we, we would be the world's fastest runners, not going to lie. We'd be first Like, the answer. amount of scheming and time I've already put into this. And <laughs> that was just to kill Jordan. Jordan was avoiding. She was freaking hiding. I know. And then I was calling you on, like, an hourly basis, <laughs> like, any new info, Ben? And then you I, and then you were always like, I'm not telling you. Well, the wasn't I'm not telling you. It's more so that I had no clue where she was sometimes. Because I actually had, she was moving around. She was never where I thought she would be. Yeah. And so then, um, yeah, with Jordan, oh my gosh, I waited three hours in Carly's room just to find out that she wasn't with Carly. And I don't know why Carly leaves her door unlocked. So Carly, if you're listening to this, lock your door, please. (laughs) And so I waited outside the room because I assumed it would be locked. And I knocked on Carly's door and no one answered. And so then I was sitting there like outside of her room and then BJ rolls up and BJ's like, do you know where Kyle is? And I was like, I don't know. Like they may be in the room right there. And so then we go up and we knock again, no answer. And so we, like, I believed that they knew we were out there and that's why they weren't saying anything. But then BJ went and tried the door and it was unlocked, like I've said. And so we both went in there and we sat there for two hours together, <laughs> just in the dark just holding our guns and like we were like whispering really quietly because we we didn't want them to hear us when they were walking up 
And so then finally he was like, you know what, I'm going to sleep. Like I'm not waiting any longer. And so then I spent the last hour there alone, just in the corner of the room. And so then finally the door opens and I was drifting off at that point because I was just so tired. And finally the door opens, I like jump up and run at Carly and I gave her a heart attack. I felt so bad. But and like finally when she catches her breath, she's like, Jordan's not here. And then I was like, seriously? I was like, three hours for this? And so then, and then Kyle walks in. I'm like, oh, you got lucky, Kyle. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, ah, never mind. (laughs) So then I got some information, not from Carly, um, about Jordan's class. I'm not going to disclose who gave me the information, but yeah, it was quite the betrayal. (laughs) Damn. Was it you, Ben? No, I'm asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also have Dom's water gun. Ooh. When I went back to Tate's to grab my phone this morning, I saw Dom's water gun right there, a little alligator one. And so I grabbed it, and I was like, well. <laughs> so That's now, now I've been negotiating with Dom, telling him not to release the photos of me in exchange for his water gun back. <laughs> Damn. So. Oh, man. Well, Joshua, I'd be remiss to mention... That recently, you were just voted to be the new team treasurer. Indeed, yes. I ran up against Ben. It was quite the competition. I mean, there was the special interview episode, <laughs> and then I had my whole training right. montage. Yeah. That was a cool fucking video. That was funny. Like, yeah. right at the beginning when you had the, the sign of tape that said, like, wanted. Yeah. What, what did it say on it? Like It, it said, uh, treasurer wanted, and they had a black and white photo of Tate and then underneath it said must be clutch must be clutch <laughs> I was like damn that's really then, fucking cool yeah and then I like it's, it set it up like an actual flyer where it has a bunch of little rip offs at the bottom that all have Tate's number yeah, on exactly. it yeah. so yeah, but, I really wish like someone saw the video and like, actually called Tate about it yeah no we we tried to leave the flyer up there but it was not staying like the wind was really blowing so we got to stay for the video and then it kept falling off so we were like okay we'll just hang it up in our apartment yeah, that's so funny. And in the video, the very last scene, I'm I'm running up the actual steps. I forget the the art museum. Yeah. Or the exhibit. I don't know. Um, and that was last year when we took our trip. I remember to that. I considered doing it again to get a really good shot this year, <laughs> but with gas prices, I mean, that's like oh, yeah. up, that's probably like 160. Yeah, like to go down and back basically. Yeah. And I was like, the video is not worth it to me, and I'd have to commit a whole day to that again. Yeah. So, and then last time, and it's Philly too. Yeah, and then yeah, and when we went, there was those guys at the top of the steps who like were basically asking us for money. I forgot about those assholes. And, And like Blake, he opens his wallet right in front of their hands and he's like let me see what i have oh my and lord. i'm like you are an idiot oh my and lord and so then the guy's literally reaching in blake's wallet like let me see what you got there and i'm like blake dude this man could just take your whole wad of cash oh and run right now god, like god, did, god. did you see that like oh my gosh like, and that, then blake i believe gave like 220s oh my god and when, when they walked up to me, I just kind of waved, like, my phone, which has a little holder on the back for my debit card. And I was like, I only have card. And then he was like, do you have Venmo? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, these guys are so persistent. I was like, uh, I don't know what Venmo is. <laughs> oh, that was the trip y'all went on last year? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I remember I seeing the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did have my wallet on me, but I didn't want to <laughs> yeah. expose yeah. it. Yeah. So. But. But, I mean, what, what does it mean to you to be the new team treasurer knowing you're going to be in that position next year? It, 
I mean, it means a great deal to me. And I hear like everyone got up there and they were referring to Dom and Caleb just being shining examples and their inclusiveness and all this BS that they really aren't. Um, <laughs> wow. Damn. <laughs> hey, Dom, Caleb, respond to this. We'll get you guys back on. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and so, I mean, I guess I, I want to be like an example to the upcoming freshmen and to those on the team. I, I think I'm really ready to make my own footprint. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I don't know where I was going with that. I just, I really want to have my own effect on the team or long lasting effect. And especially because I hear Alex Connolly, like he, he had a great deal with the team. I really mm-hmm. didn't. Like he wasn't on the team when I joined, Yeah. but I, I've heard so much and that's because he did a lot. And so I, I want to be remembered even after I'm gone. Not like dead, but yeah. <laughs> even after I'm off of the team. Yeah, and so honestly, I'm going to do as much as I can outside of my um, required duties as treasurer. And I'm ready for some changes to come to the team. Like, I've already, before I even had the position, I pitched to Dom and Caleb about changing from group me to Discord. <laughs> oh, I remember this. And they shot that down. Robbie but, talked about that. But I was, I was speaking to Andrew. And Andrew, uh, yesterday, he said that he he would allow that. So Andrew put his stamp of approval on it. And I, I think it would be really great just to have an announcements channel is what Discord provides. Yeah. In case those who are listening don't know, Discord, they have like separate text channels where each one has its own channel. And so we could have one where only the people, like only the admins or exec members can post announcements in that channel. And then our general chat. And then we could have like a drunk chat, where yeah. you, and then like a meme chat, the where you can just message. You yeah. did that presentation on like yeah, yeah, exactly all the cars messages. The cars messages, yeah. <laughs> what I've um, seen too is like with GroupMe, like organizations have like the chat with like its announcements and like important information that's need, and then the we're screwing around chat and like all the other bullshit goes in this spot. The importance of like practices, meeting information, all that was in the serious one. Yeah. So I see that a lot too. But yeah. I like Robbie's argument if that's what makes the group me special. All the, all the different <laughs> yeah. I wake, different up, shit that I wake up there. I wake up in the morning. Why do I have forty group me messages? Yeah. I just I feel like it would save the execs a lot of hassle at least because they're constantly answering the same question about what time is Fun Day Friday at again? Just <laughs> oh, other other yeah. shit yeah. like that and like. Questions. I yeah. feel bad for him. And so, yeah, we, we could resolve a lot of the issues just by having two different group meets, which I think is the plan at the moment. But I would really like to go to Discord. Yeah. Just because they have voice channels as well. And I have nothing going on a lot of the time. So I would just sit in those voice channels and if anyone ever wanted to hop in and just chat about whatever. Yeah. But. Yeah. I just imagine, like, somebody just on the team... Just like, man, I wonder when Friday Fun Day is. Here, let me scroll through the chat. Yeah. Oh, uh, here's some uh, here's some cars debate. <laughs> uh, here's some uh, mac and cheese debate. Yeah. There's, uh, oh, there's cars again. Oh, here's an exact announcement. Yeah. The, the meme channel would be so great. It, oh, it would yeah. it would just be like a ton of who up playing with the tingy <laughs> <laughs> or like, have you seen the new whatever? The new parts. <laughs> yeah. And then there'll be the one that just goes, damn, damn, yeah. So. Oh so yeah, I'm re- I'm still gonna push for it, even though it got shot down by Dom and Caleb. Uh, I I think it would be a great idea. So, what other sort of goals do you have as team treasurer? What other changes do you want to make as well? Yeah. Wow. Um, 
A lot of it's small changes. I didn't really like how we ran our elections because there, there was some tomfoolery with the elections, um, mainly the first one. So there, there was some screwing around with the ballots. What do you mean? Um, there, there was, there was like, it was mainly a lot of people wasted their vote on Frank Jackson. Like, oh. like, was, like it was fine if they just wrote it in and didn't circle it, but a couple people circled Frank Jackson. Uh, well, see, no, no, I did not. <laughs> I did, now here's, I wrote in Frank Jackson, but I did not circle his name. But apparently, so, I think it was actually one person that did circle his name. Yeah, but and yeah. So I, I think most people though just wrote it in. Yeah, and and then I would also like to figure out how to shorten the elections, or yeah. or at least maybe divide it up over two different weeks. Yeah. Like go ahead and do the first half of things, and then next week, and we would just have to start a little bit earlier in the semester mm-hmm. if we're doing it that way. Yeah, um, I, that was elections. I've always found take a long time, and like I got elections. I'm gonna be here for two yeah. or three. Yeah, because I don't want to limit people's speeches. Yeah, because. People really do have a lot to say, and it's hard to fit it in within five minutes, honestly. Like, Dom, I believe his speech was like eight minutes when he first read it to himself, he said. And he he had to cut out a bunch, apparently. Yeah. So, and then, like, I wanted to show my video beforehand, but they were like, no, you can't do that. The election's like, that takes up more time, and not everyone else will have a video. Yeah. One other, so I would like to go to electronic ballots. I, think, like, I, I feel like there's some sort of website out there where we can easily say, set it up. What we could do is do Google Forms, and like since we have to submit the people that are running ahead of time, we just have the Google Forms, we make a QR code, scan this QR code, vote for the one person you want, and hit, hit submit at the bottom. Indeed. Yeah. And then, because can't you go back in the results and see which emails put in what? And so that way, if there's any like extra emails... Like, I'm not sure. I've never done Google Forms, but I, I know there's something online yeah, where we yeah, have an easy resolve. Yeah, this. it can happen, like, put in your email, because like, of put course, in your ID. Yeah, because you could get, like, multiple people, like, sending in ballots. So, like, that yeah. could be an issue unless yeah. you were to fix it, like you said. But, no, I, I would agree to, like, maybe split up the elections over, like, two days because I think another thing, too, is you mentioned, like, they're so long. Like, the elections were so long, and I think... For the audience, like, they're trying to pay attention. They're trying to pay attention to anybody's speech. But at some point, it's just, like, it's so long. Yeah. Like, you just start not trying to be disrespectful to people giving speeches. But, like, at some point, your brain just tunes out. Exactly. Because you've been listening to people talk for so long. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to race director, even though I was running for it, like, I was just toned out. I'm like, I just want to go home. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, I really do feel bad for the people who, like, don't win their positions. Because you feel like shit. And that was my biggest fear was losing because I knew that I was going to be so salty. Yeah. And it's just because I really wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and I could tell that Ben was, like, a little upset. And that's just because he really wanted it, too. Yeah. And, like, at that point, you just want to go home, you know. Yeah. Like, exactly. like, he, like you, want to, you want to cry. I, I would probably cry if I lost, but, like, not in front of everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. And then, let's see what else I want to do. Oh, I want to have intro songs. With the elections, <laughs> like like just like a walk up song. So, oh, I love what's that. What's the one song that you use um, for the five beer case race? I was in the air tonight by film call. You have to use that. Yeah, like yeah. There's a couple different. Just songs a small little snippet of a song that has like a beat drop in it or something. Yeah. Like like it's John Cena and then like, <laughs> I run in like shirtless or some shit like that. Um, Do that for Halloween this year. I love that. Yeah, so I, I think walk up songs would be a really I like that yeah. really good one. I love that. That is fun. All right, so Josh, you mentioned it earlier, but your 365-day challenge you did last year. 
What made you want to do that, and how did you stay motivated all year? Well, I, I was really hoping it would fix my issue of consistency, but as soon as the challenge ended, I'm struggling with consistency again. But yeah, that was my main issue beforehand was uh, I just wasn't running every single day. And of course, like everyone takes rest days at least, but I was doing more than that, like rest-wise. And so I really, like the thought popped in my head. It's like, how good can I get if I just run like every single day and I'm just always out there. And it was and like, I had that idea in December and I was like, you know what, I'll do it. Cause I've, I've always followed through with my new year's resolutions. So except for this year, actually, what was this year? <laughs> this year's was do 10 push ups every day. Oh, but then because of uh, a certain game, <laughs> I was about to say, just say the word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I was, what word do you want to say? I, I was already no, no, no. I, I've been going two weeks without saying it. Actually, that's a new record for you. Yeah, the last time I did it was because of Dom's dumbass. So <laughs> with our truce, which I am calling off. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, he's 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 like a desperate lover. Like he's he's been like, don't do this to me. Like please, please. I thought we were bros. And like you know, after assassins in this recent race, I've had it. I'm, oh. I'm done with this truce and. Robbie had a great idea that we should um, we should have an elimination style, like a tourney, where when you say it, you're out. Like how assassins. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, and we could so, do that on the ball. And like that doesn't necessarily mean that you're the best at not saying it, but at least like we can have a winner of something. Yeah. You know? um, and I think like I think placement wise is how many push-ups you have to do. The problem with that is though you run into the issue of. Um, like push-ups in total, but then you also run into like, what if you don't hang out with them a lot? Like someone like we're not around Dean all the time. Um, Sarah's technically playing; we don't see her that often. You aren't around. Says like, it's a coverage of like Dean might say it all the time, but we're not around all the time. So I would technically boost him up, and that would be yeah. That, so that is that. yeah, and that's why like I feel like they shouldn't be declared the best at it. Just they they happen to win that tournament. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like the last place person should have to do like a hundred push ups and well, then like ninety from there and like yeah. just figure out some way to slowly scale it so the higher you place the less you have to do when you get out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I'm that. totally down to do that in the fall. Like we have assassins in the spring, M word in the fall. Yeah. That'd be fun. I'm down for that. I forgot. What was the question? I I don't think I We were forgot. talking about your three hundred and sixty five day challenge. Oh my gosh. We got um, off on New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Um so with the challenge, I began, and I think the first issue I ran into was in the summer. I went on a vacation with my family, and we were in the car all day. Oh. And we got to our hotel, and it was like 11. And I was like, shit, like, I have to go for a run, because if I don't hit it before midnight, then the timer, like, goes off. and. Shit. So I like quickly crapped out a mile and it like, and I got back and it was 11.50. Oh. Yeah, and it, so that was really scary. And let's see, another issue was when I got the vaccine. Um, that Ooh. like the first, or actually I got Johnson Johnson. So it was all in one shot. Shit. And like, so I got it, my arm hurt a little. I went running that day, I was fine. But then that night, like I had the chills and I was up all night long. I was so miserable. Like personally, it was worse than when I actually had COVID. Um, but anyway, that that's just, that's a whole another issue. Anyway, and so then the next day I was still feeling like crap, 
and I ran just the mile, just to complete the requirement, but the whole time I was yakking. Like every couple like feet, I would turn out, blah, blah. So by the end, I was just dry heaving and it was so miserable. God. Yeah. And then, let's see, last semester, I started going to the gym with Micah, going at six in the morning. Oh my gosh. We, we don't do it anymore. Even Micah's has stopped. Even Micah has stopped going just because it was so bad. Um, getting up that early. Was but, it for lifting? Yeah, it was for lifting. And I I don't feel like runners need to do leg day. Like, I don't really care about getting big legs. Yeah. I, I just want more than sticks on my upper body. Yeah. And so, like, Micah really wanted to do leg day. And so the first time I hit leg day, we squatted. And I'm not very flexible. So every time I was going down with the squat, like, it was stretching me as well as like caught straining me. And so I was starting to feel really sore. And then the next day I woke up and like my stride, I could barely like open my legs. Like I was walking like a crippled old man around. <laughs> and so that run, like I just shuffled the mile. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really bad. That, that honestly was probably the worst day when it came to doing the mile. Good. So I, yeah, now I really don't hit leg day just because I, uh, mainly squatting. Squatting is the worst. For me. Yeah, I do agree with you on like when it comes to lifting. I do. I don't always see the purpose for runners to do leg day because we work out our legs so often. Yeah. I do see like the point of like what I'm probably gonna do in like summer is do like push, pull, rest, do like a three day rotation. Yeah, do like chest, by, tri, shoulders because I'm working on my legs like five to six days a week. Yeah. I don't need like big ass thighs when I'm running so much. Yeah, yeah. With my challenge, since I'm still struggling with consistency again, I, I think. I haven't told anyone this, but I think I'm going to go for two years, starting in 2023. Two years? Two years wow. straight. Uh. Because, yeah, like this year, as soon as January 1st rolled around, I stopped it. I cut it off because I was like, if I keep going, I don't think I'm going to allow myself to stop like anytime <laughs> soon. And so I think I'll go for two years. I was going to say what you could do is start junior year and say, I'm going to run from the first day of junior year classes until graduation senior year. Yeah, that that would actually be good. So yeah, yeah I at least want to hit four in twenty days, <laughs> and I'll, I'll try and run six point nine miles on <laughs> four in twenty days. So. You better yeah. exactly if it's six point nine one, we have a problem. Yeah. All right, hot seat slash rapid fire time. Fuck you, rapid fire. Cars two or three? Oh my gosh, two. I've never seen three. Thank you. Well, it's a good thing you haven't seen three because it's. I feel like not I better than okay. Two was like so shitty though. Two uh, was definitely bad. Two was so great. Like it, literally, a, assassin like like killing cars. Thank like, what, you. what the fuck was that? But but then the last one that was just the classical Rockies getting older shit. Yeah. Like, but I just and, I didn't like the whole like premise of like spies and bullshit in two. But yeah, like because uh, <laughs> I know the plot of three. I've never seen three. But yeah, basically it it was literally Rocky. What um. Rocky Five, yeah, where he passes it on to Tommy Gunn, and then yeah. Tommy Gunn betrays him. Except that wasn't in Cars, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just imagine Lang McQueen got betrayed by his protege. Oh Tommy my god, that was been so sad. Nah, see, they they need to come out with a Cars Four where the drivers actually come out. Just come out of the cars. Yeah, like like there's actual drivers and then yeah. they open up the door and like the car is still a living thing. It's like all fleshy and like on the inside. Like, <laughs> Heartbeat just, pumping on the yeah, inside. Like, it's just some creepy stuff to ruin like <laughs> uh, like people's child. That's going to be some adult swim cars. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm going to pitch that right now. <laughs> pitch it. Well, we've talked a lot about Dominic on this podcast. Yeah. But uh, something recently happened to uh, his door. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want to talk about it? What happened to his door? What happened to Dominic's door? <laughs> well, John here and I, we... We, we, we had had a little bit. <laughs> to, to say, say the least. least. Yeah, to say the least. To find a little bit. And Have you seen the video? No, I, mean, uh, I think I've probably seen it. I was in a different universe. But go ahead. And, and Dom, the mega simp. Um, he, he pulled a major simp move in our exec meeting, actually. What did he yesterday. do? Yesterday. Well, he was too scared to come to the meeting. And so he was just FaceTiming into the meeting. And... He, he really didn't contribute at all. And at one point, we were like, we asked him a question. And he didn't respond. We're like, Dom, are you there? Dom, Dom. And he unmutes himself to start talking. And we hear Mira laughing in the background, <laughs> his girlfriend. And we, we were like, what the hell, bro? Like, <laughs> and, bonk, um, bonk. Yeah, yeah, and I know. Yeah, we all just started screaming bonk at him. <laughs> so, like, oh, my gosh. Anyway. What was the question? At? What happened to Dominic's door? Oh, anyway, and so he was in the room with Mira, and so we started. Um, John and I, we we started like hitting on the door, and it progressively got worse. It went from like just kind of slamming our fist into the door to like kicking it, and I, I didn't want to kick it hard enough to break down the door. Wow! And and then. I was like, you know what? I'll throw my body into it. I was like, I, I doubt like I'll, I'll hit hard enough to break it open. And Dom had just come out a little bit before and yelled at us. He was like, yeah. stop. You are going to break my door. And we're like, nah, we won't. Literally <laughs> seconds, <laughs> seconds later. Yeah. And, and like, this is all on video too. And Tulio has it. And anyway, and so then <laughs> he goes back in his room after yelling ass. And I, I throw my body up against it. And I assume this door had probably been broken down before. Because that lock blew off <laughs> so easily, and the door flies open, and I just I go hysterical <laughs> because the, because this is the second time I have broken a door, <laughs> and so then Dom is pissed, and Tulia's laughing. You're rolling around on the floor, and it was the video is so crazy. So much is going on. Oh. Yeah, Dom was pissed, and so then I, I luckily since I'd broken down a door before. <laughs> Uh, that's a whole other story, but I went and got the supplies immediately the next morning from Lowe's. Like I, I went before the hangover really hit. Oh. Like I, I I found the perfect medium where I had sobered up enough to where I could drive, but I the hangover hadn't hit yet. Yeah. And so I went to Lowe's. I was there as they were unlocking the door, <laughs> and I immediately bought all the supplies. And then I went back into Dom's apartment and I woke him up. Like playing blasting music, <laughs> and and he he opens his eyes and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "Hi." <laughs> and so yeah, I fix his door. He just stand, he's just sitting in his bed like shirtless. Like he looks so he looks so out of it. And I'm pretty sure he's in his underwear too. But like I didn't like try to look or anything. So, but yeah, he's just like sitting there just watching me <laughs> fix his door. So I did an okay job, but not as good as the first door I broke down. All I can imagine is Dominic standing. Josh is going like, "Hi!" Oh my gosh! Uh, well, he came in because I didn't remember anything. He's like, "I have." You were like, "I have the supplies here. Got to fix this door." And I was like, "Huh?" And I literally didn't remember until until I saw until his video. Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't see this. But yeah, the first door I broke down that was this past summer, 
and I was dog sitting for these people and they they were off like I don't know in some foreign country and so I was dog sitting and I took and I was just staying at their place they said that was fine uh, because they live 30 minutes away from my house and so I take the dogs out I close the door behind me I don't realize the door is locked and so like (laughs) I I go to take the dogs back inside and like I try to open the door, I literally ran into it. Like my face hit it, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" And I was like, "I can't tell the owners because how the hell are they supposed to give me a key when they're in a different country?" <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "And I'll just ruin their vacation uh, because now they're they're going to be worried." And so I go around. I'm trying all the windows. It's like nine o'clock at night, <laughs> and like it, it looks like I'm trying to rob the place basically. And they live in the suburbs, so their back porch is open to all the other people's back porches. So, like, people can see me from their window, like, looking in the (laughs) windows and, like, trying to pull it open. And, like, they had told their neighbors they were going on vacation, too. And I was like, this looks so bad. (laughs) And I was like, I just, I have to go before the cops get called. And so I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. And I, I... I'd never tried to break down a door before, but this, in the heat of the moment, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to break down this door. And so, like in the movies, like when a cop is barging in, I, I knew to aim near the handle, because that's right where the lock is. Yeah. And so, I kicked it, and like, wood goes flying, and the door, like, flies open, and I felt really badass, not going to lie. Like, when I kicked it, I was like, damn, I was like, that felt good. Damn. I know, like, I, I'm, I kind of want to become a cop now, if I can just break down doors like they do in the movies. Oh, and my God. See how the dogs are just watching me the whole time. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. And so then I was also really paranoid because that night, like, there was no lock on the door. And I woke up and there was, like, there was a shootout right nearby that night, too. And I was like, holy fuck, like, I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) die. And and it was funny. After I broke down the door, I, like, hid and kept all the lights off because I was like, if the police get called and like, <laughs> and I'm in here, this is just, I'm going to get arrested yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> because the owners probably won't pick up when they call them. Yeah. And so then I didn't know how to fix the door. This was how I learned was my girlfriend's dad lived in the area and he's, he's a really scary looking guy. Like, let, let me pull up a photo, but <clears throat> I, I call him. I'm like, and he's a firefighter. So I knew he's broken down doors before. Yeah. And I was like, uh, can you help me fix a door? And then he just starts laughing and he's like, you are a dumbass. <laughs> he's like, why did it occur to you to break down a door? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I was just freaking out. I was just freaking out. But yeah, he laughs. And so the next morning he takes me to, uh, Lowe's and like comes back and I just watched him fix the door. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I felt like it did feel like the whole father son scenario where he's like, give me a screwdriver. And I was like, oh, here you go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sir. Let me see if I can find. Oh my gosh, that's him. Oh, yeah. He, he's, he's a CrossFit guy. Oh, what the and, heck? And he, he competes in like the competition. He looks like a nice guy. Yeah, like when the first time I met him, like we're, Haley and I were talking about the night before. And he was like, or we, he asked me how the night went for me. And I was like, oh, I had a good night. He's like, yeah, hopefully not with my daughter. And then I was like, oh, I, I, I was like, not like that, sir. Not like that. <laughs> so, but yeah. So that, that's my whole experience with breaking down doors. I'll probably have a third in my lifetime, I bet. I'm sure. Taste door? Yes. 
Tate's door? Oh, I think we need Tate's See, door. I, I have extra supplies. So if someone's door needs to be... That's... Frank, Tate, I apologize in advance for what we might be doing to your door. I've been considering it for Assassin. Because <laughs> if I can get into Dom's apartment and he's locked in his room, I didn't do a great job of putting it back up. <laughs> so I could easily break down his door again. And it would allow me to do a better job of putting it back up. <laughs> you know what? It sounds like a good reason to... I said break it down. Yeah. But, man. So... Going away from doors, <laughs> what's been your favorite social event this year? I got the team social event. Besides breaking down doors and what you might do in the future. Um, I enjoyed Frangia. Yeah. That was that was a good time. The only complaint I had was the speaker. Oh, the speaker because was ass. for Thunderstruck, nobody could hear it, and so then everybody started screaming they can't hear it, which just made it that much worse. Yeah. And so the Dom's like, shut the fuck up! And everyone's like, I can't hear, I can't hear! And like... And so then people just start chugging for just periods of time, yeah. guessing like how long they should. Um, and right off the bat during Thunderstruck, I downed five cups. Damn. Like I, I went into it because we only had four people on our team. Ooh. And it was Mira, Dom's girlfriend, and then Haley and I. And let's face it, the two, the two girls were not going to carry their weight. No. And, <laughs> and so Dom and I, we, we were like, we, we just got to... We got to take one for the team here tonight and really go into it. And so I chugged five cups. And then immediately, like, I tried doing a six, but at that point my body's like, mm, no more. And, like, you yeah. know, it wasn't letting me swallow it. Yeah. And so then I go outside, and Dom's also outside, and he's trying to pull a trach. Like, <laughs> and, oh, and he's, like, over there gagging. And I'm just, like, it's snowy, too, and freezing. I'm just staring down, like, <laughs> spitting, like, red spit from all the wine. Yeah. And it, oh, it's, uh, like, every time I see boxed wine now, I start gagging. Oh. <laughs> France, you next year. Here we go. Celebration so, night. But, yeah, like, what – so despite being really sick, I got to, like, a really good drunk. And I, I was having a good time. And shout out to Caleb because Caleb – uh, he was kind of on our team, but the problem is he still had PTSD from the last um, Franzia. Apparently, he he didn't have a good time. I don't know if you remember that. No, I don't think I was there for the last Franzia. Oh was yeah, the last Franzia was before us. Yeah. Oh yeah, and so he like we get down to just a little bit in the bag, but Dom and I are so <laughs> sick. Um, the girls after like one cup are like we're done, we're done, we're done. Yeah, and. So Caleb's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. Because we were begging him just to finish it. And so he, he's like, but we have to go in my bathroom. And so we go in his bathroom. He chugs the last bit, immediately throws up. Shit. Like that, and I was like, damn, like this guy really hates like the wine. <laughs> <laughs> and so shout outs to him for helping us finish. But yeah, man, damn. Well, we, we mentioned Jack Tate briefly. But uh, do you believe he's clutch? You know, last night I got very sappy with Tate. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Um, and I don't know. Like, I guess I'll get sappy here. Uh, Tate's kind of become my role model. Um, like, if you ask me who I looked up to, I, I would have to say Tate. Um, he he's just a shining example for me as the treasurer. Um, we have very similar personalities. And... So I would say Tate is clutch. Fair enough. But I agree. I disagree. You don't agree. I do too. Mm. Hey, he, let me call Tom and I can ask him. He's, no. he's just always come through for me. I don't know. Yeah. But, and like last night um, when they were trying to get me to shotgun a beer, but I just don't drink beer. 
um, like I drank of course, but like they they told me I could stop. Like it was take. He was like, "You're a good buddy." Yeah. He's, he's like, "You put in the effort." And <laughs> he, he was like, "Just go back inside and try and have a good time." Everyone earned their way in last night. Mm-hmm. I saw, especially Ben. <laughs> yeah, Ben French. Oh my gosh. He like, said it was a Mickey Mouse on, so I immediately handed him a beer. I was like, "Go shotgun," and then he was halfway through, yacked it all up. Yeah, like he he came in. Like I, I don't know what happened, but his eyes were all red. After at the beginning, or? yeah, at the beginning, he came in like, and they tabletopped him, but like. I don't know. I guess the beer got on his eyes. Or so what happened was yeah. when he tried to open the beer, it spread everywhere. But I don't think they actually tabletopped him. Mm. Mm. See, yeah, they tabletopped me really hard since I yeah, didn't. I know they did. I, <laughs> did. Like, I mean, Tate just shoved his whole body into me, and I went flying over <laughs> Caleb's back. <laughs> um, man, but yeah, last night. Did, did I talk about like uh, the vodka? I think. I yeah, might you have did. Briefly, you a lot yeah, of vodka. Yeah, 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 and during flip cup, damn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vodka drink flip cup. That sounds atrocious. Yeah. All right, so you live with two of our, we'll call them hooligans, Sean and Robbie. So what is like? What is it like living with those two? <laughs> Robbie and I are very similar. He's better at doing the dishes. Like, I, I don't like having dishes in the sink either. Yeah. Um, and he he immediately like gets them out of the sink at, when at, when he puts them in there. But for me, sometimes I'm busy, like I'll shove food in and I got to go practice or something. And so I'll leave it in there. Um, so we're both very clean. I'm, and since I have the cat in the apartment that tracks shit around, mainly litter, I, I've taken up the like task of sweeping all the time and swiffering. And so I keep it really clean. Like when we have parties, I'm always cleaning, like mid-party. I just, because I feel really bad for my cat. Because the floor gets all sticky and like shitty, and then my cat has to walk through it. And I don't know. I just, I'm a real big cat guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a cat scent. <laughs> Bonk me if you want. So, yeah. Robbie, Robbie's a really great roommate. I mean, I went random with him. I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah. But I didn't know Robbie before this year. And so that was a real stroke of luck. And now everyone's like friends with Robbie so I'm really glad that I was able to help make that connection happen because I really pushed for him to join the team when I found out he was a runner and then Sean uh oh what am I getting into (laughs) Sean with with the dishes he's the worst (laughs) like like love you Sean but like you, you set your cups beside the sink like he's one, of those people, he's one of those people that leaves like oh, an inch, inch of water in the glass and sets it beside the sink. Mm. And it's like you could at least dump the water Can't out. Can't deal. Yeah. And so then whenever I'm doing dishes, I'll start the dishwasher and then I'll look up and right outside my vision are like 10 glasses beside <laughs> the sink. And I'm like, seriously? And let me see. Oh, and then leaving clothes in the washer. Like whenever I open it, Sean's clothes are in there. And he'll, he'll leave them in the washer overnight and then put them in the dryer. And the problem is that stuff like starts to smell. And yeah, you know, like you have to immediately exchange it. Mildew. Yeah. And and then he traps my cat in his room all the time. Like he he, he loves ramen. I really do like that. Um, that he, he's the one who likes ramen the most in the apartment. But he does trap the cat in there quite a bit, and so then the cat pisses in his room because it's stuck in there all night. So. Side note: Why is Dominic asking me if I'm with you? Yeah, he just asked me too. Uh oh. Oh no. I text. Are you with Joshua? Um, say no. Say no. Say no. Uh oh. Yeah, and there are fourth roommate Parth. He's a really cool dude. He's super chill. 
um, he, he's Indian, and like we, and of course I would never say anything like racist towards him or anything, and but then like two weeks into living there, he, he makes like a bomb joke about himself, and then we're like, oh my god, <laughs> like, like th- this guy's sense of humor is like on another level from ours. I didn't expect and, that out of him. Yeah, and then Robbie told me that the guy who lived in my room beforehand used to call him a redskin is like a joke because it's the wrong type of Indian. Oh, <laughs> and so, so now we like, we joke around because he's perfectly fine with it. So he, he's a really chill guy. Um, and then our fifth roommate, Raman, the cat I've talked about. Raman. The, the, Raman. Fa- the fat ass. The goat. Yeah. He, I lost him earlier this year. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. I, so I spent the night at Haley's and then I come back and I find our doors open and it's like eight in the morning. Our doors been open all night. And so Raman went outside and got lost. And I start to freak out because the door is open. And then immediately I get a call and it's some girl and she's like, I have your cat, uh, Raymond here. <laughs> Raymond. And I, I was like, you mean Raman? And she's like, oh yeah, 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 that would make sense. And <laughs> so I go and get him. And when she opens her apartment door, like I see just bongs everywhere. And it smells so strongly of weed. And Raman's just like chilling on the couch. And I was like, damn, Roman, like, you're getting high in here, bro. Like, he probably had a good time in that girl's apartment. So. Oh, my Lord. All right, so update on Dom. You asked me, I don't want to get killed by him. Do you already, did you already do the podcast? And I just said, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. If, I, we could send him somewhere for you, Josh. I don't know. Send him to Rose Library. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said Blake the other day when he was trying to get me. But uh, last hot seat question. Do pineapples belong on pizza? Wow. I've swung both ways with this, like, over the years. Um, I think, yeah, they do. Yeah. All right. I, I wouldn't say belong. That's a little really strong word. Like, it's not pineapple's purpose to go on pizza. Fair. But, but I, you're not going to, like, throw a temper tantrum. Yeah, yeah. It, it can happen, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. if you drop a pineapple on there, that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's all right. It's acceptable. All right, Joshua, so, of course, you're going to be the team treasurer next year. It's going to be a big year for you. I mean, what are you most looking forward to about next year? New people to torment. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward. I want to get as many freshmen as possible. Yeah. So, I mean, New we, we all have that whole fresh meat experience where we get tortured as freshmen. Yeah. And so, honestly, I love messing with freshmen. Like. I'm going to be the new Tate where I just mess with people. And I hope when people sing Sweet Caroline that it's now fuck Josh Klein. I love that. All right. So I'm I'm ready to be Tate. (laughs) He's embracing his inner Tate. I love it. (laughs) New Tate. Tate Jr. All right. Does he have Robbie Dykeman? Tate tater tot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you guys ever team up together, you guys should be tater tot. He's tater, you're just tot. <laughs> I love that. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything you all want to talk about, you know, like you guys are always interviewing people like and you've been interviewed for your treasurer thing. Like, yeah. do you guys ever have anything you want to talk about? Well, I mean, we hit all really. Stuff. I mean, we we just love interviewing people and getting their mm-hmm. getting their perspective. Yeah. You have questions I, for us. Man. Uh, McGregor. When, when did that come around? When did the McGregor revolution Beach happen? Beach really? Week last year. And I he was born before Beach Week. Not but really. That, you got the nickname, I think, like, a few weeks before Beach Week, but he didn't take hold. I don't Beach remember Week. that at all. 
We gave you like once. I, I think know. it was your birthday. Y'all were calling me. Y'all were calling me Galileo before. But McGregor was. I remember you, we called you McGregor before Beach Week, but that's when he took hold. Yeah, uh, wait. Well, yeah, the the highlighted example was Beach Week. I brought proper twelve to Beach Week, and I started doing all the McGregor lines. Oh my gosh, I I, I love that. Like, <laughs> and they just started calling me McGregor, and so here I am. Yeah. Like, I've actually started following McGregor on Insta just because, like, I've yeah. taken such an interest in him from, like, everything I hear from you. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Your contact on Snapchat for me is just McGregor with an Irish flag. I love that. Yeah, no. what, what are the plans with the rundown? Like, Ooh. Uh, so now you're asking the big yeah, yeah. So that's how you disappear. I think I should. I think this I should is a good highlight right here. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's no secret. I'm graduating in a month. Uh, I've decided it's not fair to me to hold the rundown up uh, while I'm doing, you know, adult stuff and whatnot. So Ben will be taken over as main host after the year is over, and he will have a new co-host. Not going to announce who it is. Not yet. Ben has an idea of who it is, but wow. we're not going to say yet. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to this. The but, announcement uh, will be coming before Beach Week. It will be an announcement before Beach Week, before the end of the semester, on who the new co-host yeah. will be. We won't say yet. We'll, we'll probably do it like the week of finals week. I'm sure. Oh, the, the real question is, are you ready for some competition? What are you going to do? The walk down? The walk up. Yes, walk wait. Up. So you and, Caleb, well, you and Caleb are going to do a team podcast. Right? No, it's not not a team podcast. It's more of a JMU podcast. What, so. what sort of... What sort of was the vision for it? Was it something like kind of an idea we had, or so, what were you going to do with it? This began at the beginning of this year. Yeah. Like um, the, this school year. Caleb and I sat down and talked, and we we just had like great flowing conversation, and we were like, man, like we should put this shit in a podcast. And this was before like y'all had even come up with the rundown. Yeah. And so we like it seems like we're copying you all, but like we did have this whole separate idea. And so our plan is we want to like set up a booth on the quad, and just like have a sign out front and say like come talk to us and we'll pay you a dollar. And We'll just take whoever we can, like walk up, ask them about their major, and just like any funny stories they have. And I think it'll be a great podcast that will really help JMU like come closer. So, yeah. and that's why we're gonna call it the Walk Up. <laughs> we, we, we were struggling for a name. That actually and, does work. And, and so then, like, we were like, well, we should do something and spin off of the rundown. And we were like, well, if people are walking up, we can be the walk up. <laughs> so, I like that. The rundown and the walk up collaboration. The rundown oh my gosh. Yeah. Be Better than the holiday special. <laughs> oh. I don't know if we get, we, we got to top that holiday special. That was bonkers. Wow, yeah, yeah. I listened to that. Oh my gosh. The what whole thing? The whole two hours? I listened to parts of it. Like, when, yeah. when y'all are getting fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh um, boy! Yeah. But uh, yeah. do do you have anything you want to do before you leave the rundown? Like any special people that you just you're itching to interview? God, that's that is a good question. I mean, I would you know I would really like to get some more alumni. We have a bunch of people that are still signed up to come on who are. Going <coughs> Y'all haven't interviewed Connolly. We, we want to get Connolly on. Oh, that'd yeah. be a good one. The problem was when the only time that he was in town. I was gone, so we, and like the timing just didn't work out. And the same when like when Grant was in town, I was during spring break, and I wasn't around. So like timing didn't work out well. Yeah. But if Connolly comes down in the fall again, like he did at the start of last year, we'll hit him then. Because yeah. I do want to yeah. get Connolly. On. So, so are y'all going to do like a season finale? 
where where you, it's just mainly you all and maybe the new co-host makes. So I think I think we're gonna do that. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna like do a send off. The future of the rundown. So what will yeah. so probably happen is it'll be like we'll do like at the end of the year we'll have like a big send off season one finale and like over the summer we'll do like updates throughout the summer but we won't post a yeah again. maybe like, just like a special episode like every like yeah. month or few weeks we'll post an episode for the rundown to keep it going and then like. August will be like season two. Yeah. Oh my god. But this ain't going away. But I mean, to answer your question, I mean, I would like to interview some more alumni. Vault um, me if you must. But I would like to have some more girls on the podcast. We've gotten Fuck. we've gotten criticism for not interviewing too many girls when the reality is they just don't sign up. But we would. I mean, we would. Yeah. We're not trying to be a guys only podcast. We would love to talk to. That's one of my other things for Treasure. Like I didn't get that question, but like. I really want to see like some more girl involvement on the team, yeah. and and a lot of people say like, oh, well, it's girls' fault for not like coming to stuff. Well, I think we also need to try and have some more like appealing stuff towards women. I can I can agree. Like like I don't have any initial ideas right now, but I think, I, I, I think we do need to help close that gap. Yeah, but we will be having some more girls come on. Uh, we've had we have plans. We have plans. Ooh. We're looking forward to that. Yeah. But. But yeah, I mean <laughs> the beginning of ladies' night. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to war. Yeah, but no, oh yeah. My gosh, but yeah, no. Good questions there. Yeah, Joshua. yeah. I'm glad I could uh, address some. Things. The rundown isn't going away yet. No, not for no, a long it's time. Not going away. I can't wait to come back and have me as a guest. Oh wow! With your new co-host. That's going to be fun. You got to tell me when you come back. Tell me, like, guess who's back? Oh, yeah. oh I will definitely make well a guest. Do, do you have any plans for the future then? Like any improvements to the rundown? So I've had some ideas of like maybe creating instead of like it being like just a podcast, the rundown becomes more of like a brand. Kind of like do more than just podcast type beats. Like we've explored that with like vlogs, mm-hmm. but like have more aspects instead of just like. The interview type vlog podcast, we do other things. It's also like ideas, but doing some other type things where it's not just like we're only a podcast. We're like we're we do vlogs, we do podcasts, yeah. we do all this other shit. So like yeah. it's not just one thing, but it's more like mm-hmm. the rundown encompasses all these different yeah. things. Yeah, I love doing the vlogs now. Like yeah. I love doing the meat vlogs. Uh, we're definitely gonna continue fun. the vlogs. We're gonna make those better. I want to get like an actual like camera for this because that'd be dope. Yeah. Y- y'all should do what a lot of podcasts do, where like. For their like highlights, they have a camera set up. Yeah, and so when they we post, wanted to do that when they posted the highlight, it's just the video portion. Yeah, we've been trying to. That might be something I invest in, is like prop my phone up or like get a camera so we oh, can. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, I think you need to invest money in like a camera. Or yeah, like better audio equipment. Next co-host, give me a camera. <laughs> all right, everybody, that's going to conclude this episode of the Rundown Podcast. Be sure to stream all of our full episodes on Spotify. You check out our YouTube highlight clips. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at the Run Underscore Down Podcast. Ben, any final thoughts? I really want to get like a button for that phrase. I really want that. So we could just say that. I just have a recording for next year and be like, here's John saying what you need to know. Oh, man. Joshua, thank you so much for coming on the rundown. Anything else you want to say? Watch your doors. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're going to be broken down. Dom, Tate, be careful. That (laughs) should be my treasure slogan is breaking down all doors and barriers. Put that on your like at the like at the interest meeting. Put that when I'm an expert in finance, breaking down doors and barriers. Yeah, I, I open my own doors, <laughs> literally and figuratively. <laughs> I will literally break down the doors. Yeah, thank y'all. This yeah. was fun. I've been looking forward to it for a while. Yes, sir, it was great to have you on. Great to have you on. Yeah. All right, that's it, everybody. That's the rundown. <laughs>